tuning into ribs and apples my name is sarah and i'm here with my ladies yes ladies <laughs> <laughs> we are super excited to finally be here um we want to bring you guys something a little bit different and with that we all get to bring out our female perspective and at the same time we get to hear a male's perspective and with this we will only have mainly I want to say male guests and when this idea came to me the first person that I brought it up to was Natty Bells that's here. Hey guys I'm Nat also known as Natty Bells uh, so yeah Sarah came to me with this idea not too long ago of doing a podcast and uh, I thought that I was just gonna come on as a guest had no idea that she wanted me to uh creatively collaborate with her on mm -hmm. it you know better <laughs> i had no idea that this was something that i even wanted to do but when she brought it up to me she wanted a third girl on it so i decided to bring her my roommate slash wife <laughs> uh rachel we've been living together for about three years and we've constantly been talking about working together and coming up with something of our own i've always done production um, and hospitality work, and she uh, was really has always really been into music. So I said, well, maybe we can use this as a platform, stepping stone for us to kind of do bigger things in the future, whether it be you know uh, finding upcoming artists, and then later on doing a really dope music showcase in the future. Yeah, when um, Natalie and Sarah came to me initially and spoke to me about the podcast. I thought right away that I would be a good fit for it because I tend to be very strongly opinionated. <laughs> True. To put it nicely. I, I live where I know. <laughs> but I'm also really into music, as Nat said. Like, I love going to concerts. I love listening to new albums. I love going to local artist shows so I can get a feel of, like, what's out there right now. But um, I always... I always thought that uh, if we were going to do this podcast, we might need a little comic relief. So <laughs> with that being said, Kat came to mind. Yes. You know, any excuse I have to come at y'all, I'm there. Come at anyone, she means. Present. Come at anybody, <laughs> actually. Uh, my name is Kat, and I've known Nat and Rachel for a really long time. And when they came to me to join the podcast, I was definitely with it. You know, um, we're all some very strong characters very um, powerful women, so I was very happy to be here with my ladies. Oh, thanks, Kim. So cute. <laughs> being nice. Uh, <laughs> Today. Being nice. Today. Right now. Don't get comfortable. <laughs> that changes every hour. <laughs> so um, I was definitely with it. You know, we're all working towards many things. We have Sarah here, who not only did she come up with this podcast, but she's a young entrepreneur, and she's a hairstylist. That I am. She was slay. Slay. <laughs> Your edges. Let them know. Your edges. Okay. I lay all my girls' hair and talk shit with you at the same time. Okay. And then we also have Nat, who is your resident bartender. And also a young entrepreneur herself who works in production. Yeah, I do a little bit of everything, but everyone knows me because I usually am the face they see behind the bar. I am literally the social butterfly. 
with the dimples. <laughs> Tell her to put her dimples away. <laughs> I got time for that. She does have cute dimples. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And then we got we got we got my wife to the right of me, Rachel. Uh, Rachel, who is currently in school. Yeah, working on a PhD in psychology. Yeah, get it. Work, you know, yeah. Relationships and the brain, and she's smart. Cool. That's, what, that's what you got. No, she's smart. <laughs> she's smart. <laughs> <laughs> she's smart. Y'all cute. <laughs> so, what can you expect from our podcast? Well, we hope to give you no more than an hour of entertaining, dope content uh, filled with different segments, uh, one being new music, uh, new artists. Uh, we also have a So I Heard segment, which is uh, all the juicy shit. When we share juicy content that yeah, we know about our guests that they may not know that we know. And every episode, you can also expect a topic of the day. And speaking on topic of the day, today's topic will be tour life. Tour life. Mm-hmm. What really goes on mm. on tour? That's my oh, question. No. Do you really want to know? <laughs> I'm not going to go first because I have my shit to say. <laughs> Stay for last. I feel like a lot goes on on tour life. Um, for one thing, you're sleeping in a different place like mm-hmm. almost every night. You're meeting different people. You're having different experiences. And that affects everybody differently. So the possibilities are kind of endless. <laughs> Is it like on tour? what happens on tour stays on tour type shit? I mean, I want to know about the fuckery that goes on on tour. Whether you're a guy or a girl, you meet all these different people, you get into all these different situations. Liquor's flowing, music's flowing. Yeah, how about when you're in a relationship and you're on tour? Yeah, like, like how would you feel if you had a man that was on tour? I know my man would not be going on tour without me. Like, what tour? <laughs> she was like, "What? Ain't Wait, no tour. Huh? Where? What? <laughs> I didn't know about that. So what? You try to tell me that you have to be on tour with your man if he was on tour? I'm driving the bus. <laughs> Get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> how, be like, you, Give me the how, would you, how would you feel about that? Because you know you're the only one that's in a relationship I out am. of us four. Um, yeah, I'm the only one in a relationship, and I don't really know how I would feel. If Kevin went on tour, like we travel without each other, like separately, like he was on vacation with y'all in Miami, and I wasn't there. But but tour is different, so I don't know how. I really don't know how. Like how many times you feel like you have to check in with you, like or answer your phone calls, like how how often? How many times does he breathe? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, she's serious. Yeah, she's no. <laughs> no, I feel like I will be chill, chilling, talking to him every day. Like when he can check in, and on the third day, I will wake up like this nigga cheating on me. <laughs> Like just randomly, the I don't know, I feel like it's just how much you trust your partner and how comfortable you are with that. But then also, it's about the people he's around with on tour, like his boys, you know, and how they acting and how they act and what they do, what type of behavior they encourage. Like I'm not gonna check all their Snapchats. <laughs> I mean, but at the end of the day, it <laughs> must be an exciting experience. You know, you get to meet all these people, you get to go to all these different cities or countries, and I feel like our guests today uh, can shed. Some light on that. Actually, a lot of light. So I'm super excited. Care for him. <laughs> I'm super excited to introduce our guest today, Loki. Loki, share with us a little bit about you. Um, name is well, government name is Nala, like you said. <clears throat> uh, graduated from Howard University, born and raised in Central New Jersey, South Brunswick to be specific. 
I'm age 34, born September 3rd. Uh, no kids, no girl, um, no STD. Yes. <laughs> Very important, ladies. Listen up. Yeah. Take notes. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been doing what? Which what part? All of it. All of it? Um, all right, long story short, I started a website um, after I graduated college, and uh, it pretty much propelled me into industry life. Uh, I got a job at BET in 2008 while I was working at a Doubletree Hotel in New Brunswick. Um, so then after I quit and started working at BET, I just pretty much just started my industry journey, uh, in regards to like internships, uh, salary paying gigs, uh, hosting gigs, um, digital marketing gigs, like just everything that I was pretty much had fun with. Is radio and hosting always something that you Oh yeah, I forgot that. Too. So when I was in, when I was in Howard, um, I had a, had a radio show for three years, um. It was called Live and Direct, and we did it every Tuesday and Thursday, and I did that for three years. And the last year, I won the On-Air Personality of the Year Award for all black colleges. I know you from Hennypalooza. Right. Um, and so does Rachel and Sarah. Kat doesn't really know that Kat much. doesn't of, know you. Yeah, Kat doesn't I know you at know all. You, but I went, my first trap karaoke, I went to Toronto. Yeah. And that's when I had so much fun. And when I heard it was like... I didn't know you went there. Yeah, it was really random. I just went, like, randomly, like... For on Monday, I decided to go, and I was there on a Wednesday. Nice. And you got, and I went to trap karaoke, and it was lit. Like yeah. I had so much fun. Oh, that's and crazy. then I, I come back you. home, and everyone tells me it's part of like the Honey Palooza yeah, yeah, yeah. team, and I was like, oh, right. Let's get into a little bit of trap karaoke and Honey Palooza. Um, so trap karaoke started with uh, a friend of mine named Jason Mowat, and um, he had this idea maybe about a year and a half to two years ago that he wanted to bridge the gap between karaoke, which is a huge entertainment right. platform, and, uh, and hip-hop stuff. So, like, we never, whenever you go to a karaoke bar, you never see Migos, you know, T.I., Fab. The stuff that you really want to say. Yeah, you don't <laughs> never see none of that stuff. And no disrespect to the stuff that they do have, but there's no audience, there's no song for our audience. So he wanted to bridge that gap, and he wanted to go to these cities that really don't have these attractions or these these parties that people can go to and have safe times and have good times. So, you know, we started our first one in Brooklyn at Friends and Lovers. Um, we did like two of them there, and our first travel date was our third event we ever did. It was in D.C. at Blind Wino. And um, we just got a crazy, crazy reaction. You know, the feedback was great. We You know, we worked out the kinks, and we've done um, Houston, Austin, um, Toronto, Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, um, where else? Fuck L.A., Oakland. I mean, me and Rachel went to our first one, and we, we were did. in the crowd singing our house. Oh, we did. We went to two because <laughs> yeah. you had R&B one night, and then we wanted, yeah. but we wanted the full experience. We wanted to be able to go up there and sing whatever it is that we wanted to sing. Yeah, so we haven't gotten on stage yet. Yeah, no, you have to. Rachel's I mean, gonna make her debut next one. Am I? <laughs> it's not yeah. a big you know, It's like a little confused on that. You, you want to just come there, like the songs that you sing before work, the songs that you sing in the car or in the shower, whatever you sing, like you can sing in front of a, you know, in front of the crowd, and it's called like it's like a user generated concert. Yeah. Right. It's not just like you know we're getting up there and we're partying and we're drinking whatever. Like you're getting up there and some people can sing. And no, some people take it super serious. Yeah. Oh, they, they, have they have dances. They have dances. They go hard. And, and it's and that's fine. And like if that's what you want to do, and if that's gonna make you happy then by all means you know do it so you're the host for both both trap karaoke and honey palooza how do they differ now so now get into a little bit about wh um, what's the experience in honey palooza um honey palooza you know it's open bar honey you know you guys just get up there and well people aren't on the stage it's just like <laughs> when he said you guys i think he was talking about y'all no no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, very very few <laughs> he looked, he looked at you too yeah. specifically <laughs> 
You guys are going to say. Oh, but you better not share any stories. No, 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 no. From city to city, I'm just saying. Um, Henny Palooza is like it's, it's very limited as to the people who get on stage. So it's it's me, it's Austin, it's Chris Styles. He's the other co-host. Um, whatever DJs we have in that specific city, and then we just we just party. How many of there are you in that group? It's about thirteen. And and who are you in that in that group? Like me? Yeah, you're, I know you're the host, but like there's so many personalities. I've met yeah. I've met all of you. Like and how long like how long have you been? I'm one of the original founding of the members. You are okay. Yeah, I'm one of the original founding members. Like I'm an official partner in the group. So we I've been involved with it since it started back in 2012 or. Yeah, because y'all just celebrated what? Which Four years, yeah. So this year we're on our fifth year anniversary, so I'm like an official founding member of it. Yeah. Wow. So. How does it feel to be like, to watch it grow? I mean, it's it's great. Like, I, I still don't look at it as it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we did this. But it's just like, you know, when you're partying and when you're working with your friends, you it, like time flies. Be honest, which ones do you enjoy the most? Go. You know, I okay. enjoyed Henny Palooza because I'm with my friends. We're traveling to different cities. Um... You know, we get to drink and we get paid to do yeah. it. I enjoy trap karaoke because it sharpens my skills as a personality. Okay. You know, I'm the only one up there. I have to dictate the show. Right. I have to not get too drunk. I have to articulate what the event is, you know, how we're doing it, right. you know, why we're here. Address things that are going on in the world because people are thinking about these things. People are worried about these things. Right. So when they come to a trap karaoke, even we do it at Henny Palooza, but just like a little bit more loosely. But when trap karaoke happens... Um, it's a little bit more, um, p- not politically driven, but politically aware. Yeah. You know, so you have to, you know, you can't just be up there just blurting shit out. You have to make sure, like, you understand why people are there. You understand why people are frustrated. Right. And you understand why people um, may not, you know, feel comfortable about the current state of yeah. America. So, and then relieve them of that and you can have a good time. And, you know, so I have to be a little bit more sharp with, with Trap Karaoke. How do you how do you manage both and, and kind of what is your least favorite thing about touring and, and your favorite thing? My least favorite thing about touring is um, I really don't have one because I don't have a girlfriend. So, like, if I did, that would be my least favorite thing about touring. So everything else, like, I'm with my friends. I'm making money. I'm going to different cities, eating different food, experiencing different cultures. All right, so now I'm going to start questioning you a little bit about, you know, just traveling from city to city. Mm -hmm. Now that you've been to several cities, like, domestically, do you have any favorites or, like, places that you prefer going to over others? Um, Because this is your, what, second, second, third, how many tours now it's been? What, for what? That you've been going to different cities. Oh, it's only two. Multiple cities. So, okay, so, okay. Um, LA is my favorite tour because I have a lot of friends out there. Um, is it just like the energy that you like? Out it's in LA? different because they don't have um, events like this. Like they don't mm-hmm. have open bar parties not that I know of, or they mm-hmm. don't have like a trap karaoke concert. Um, and they love people from the East Coast. I mean, we love them too, but you know, don't don't get it twisted. But they do love when we bring our events out there because it's like, oh, I never experienced nothing like this. Right. I've heard so much about it. So I love going to LA. Um, I love going to Detroit. Detroit has so much energy because, again, a city like that doesn't advocate for an open bar party. I mean, they've yeah. been hit with a lot of devastation and exactly. just craziness, so they're probably just happy. So when we go out to party. these cities that are like, you know, in Oakland or Detroit and we give them this kind of, you know, energy, they give it back to us tenfold. So it's lovely to see their energy. It's lovely to see their women. It's lovely to eat their food. Like, it's just a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. about, about those women. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. So, do you have any preferences in terms of the women in in all these cities that you've been to? Like, 
do you like being down in the south because they show you hospitality or do you like being <laughs> home like no nah, i mean it just differs like you know women in the south are very hospitable i will say that um but just in regards to women in general with these events there are certain kinds of women who are attracted to that you know type of lifestyle and they get and they understand like what it is you do and they they love it they love the energy so like they're like a fan almost a fan yeah. of what you're doing yeah and i'm not going to call them the groupies cuz that's not what it no, is no no just like a true fan yeah. of what you're bringing to their city that they maybe haven't experienced before right so it's like i i do you know we reciprocate that energy as well you know and you know we have a great time with women you know they know what it is we know what it is but i don't have a specific preference like we just go to these cities and they give us energy we give it back that's cool. Um, I mean, how has like the he growth of your brand and popularity changed your experience on tour from like your first year to now? Like now that people recognize you, it's. I mean, the parties have grown and become huge. Um, what I will say is that you know, people are they would follow you on Twitter, right? So now they're invested in your lives. They follow you on Instagram and Snapchat. So like now you're people. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you can say you that. <laughs> but they're like, they'll cater to you when you come to their city. They'll be like, oh, we know you like such and such, so we want to take you to this place. Really? Yeah, like, I've, like in Detroit. Detroit is one of the main spots. They they have this spot. Um, it's like behind the venue we always do, and it's like some hood-ass spot. And we've been to Detroit three times, and it's like these, these group of people that will always be like, all right, we're going to go to the spot we always go to get lamb chops, macaroni and cheese, and, like, we'll be in the back of the parking lot. Like, this hood-ass spot. <laughs> Think of, like... What's they up? always have the best food, though. They it's, do, though. Listen, like, <laughs> that's if that's you bad. go on my Instagram, you can see me outside eating out of, like, a styrofoam plate, like, just like, lamb chops. Like the and ones we just like gave you? <laughs> yeah. But we like, just, just served low on a styrofoam plate chicken. Just think about, like, me doing that outside, like, outside of this building. That's what it is every time we go to Detroit. So they do they do cater to what you like, and they appreciate what you bring to their city. So that's how, that's how they show their hospitable hospitableness. And, like, they'll bring us to house parties. They'll bring us liquor, like... We don't spend a dime. Like they'll buy it's drinks It's almost like for going us. to a city yeah, of a friend and they're showing Just, you their city. That's kinda. all it is. In the different cities that you've been to, like, are there cities that that continue to want to be like super hype afterwards? Are there places that are more low key? Like, well, okay. See, there's different levels to what happens after the shows. <laughs> and the, yeah, you better get into those levels. Like. Talk about so, that. <laughs> so, okay. And you can't and, lie because I've I'm been not, to no, one no, of them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm speaking like solely from a personal experience. I don't know what Chris and Cam and Austin like. I'm not gonna rat or you know whatever. No snitching. So like yeah, no snitching. So for me, like it depends on how I'm feeling. Like if I'm if I'm tired or if I'm too drunk or if I'm just like I don't think I had a good show. I'll just like retreat to the hotel or the Airbnb or whatever, and I'll just like chill, get something to eat. Just and especially if I have like a flight in the morning, or whatever. I'll just like keep it cool. Now if I had a great time, like we'll go wherever like the most energetic or prettiest or whoever, like whoever's ready to do the shits, like we'll just get with the shits. <laughs> like it's, I'm gonna keep it very, very, very open. I'm gonna keep it really, really on the table. Like perfect example, um, we were in Atlanta for one of the Henny Paloozas and uh, I, there was a young lady that I had recognized via Twitter and she came and she introduced herself and you know, we exchanged whatever. And so, you know, I was fucking throughout the whole party Party ended, you know, I text her, like, you know, what are you doing, da 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 She was like, yo, I'm trying to try to turn up, try and link, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, all right, let's go to the strip club. So we went to the strip club. I gave her, like, 100 ones and, you know, let her dance. And then she attracted more strippers. And okay. then, like, we 
did and it, was, it was a party. Yeah, like we it was a party and then we continued our party back at the Airbnb and that was, you know. Then there's other times where we go out to eat and like, you know, me, the homies, or like me and Austin will find a couple girls to go with out to eat and whatever happens. There's always girls though. Yeah, there's always girls. There's always, <laughs> there's girls, always to, girls. Yeah. There's what always type girls. of question? There's always girls. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's not a question. We don't have that question. There's always girls to, to entertain. So, yeah. So are there women that have gotten with multiple members of your team? Uh, I'll say this. It's just not specific to out of the, out of the New York area. Okay. So okay. you can do with that oh. what you will. Okay. All right. Well then. Do you have groupies? Do I have groupies? Yeah. Like I said earlier, he, has groupies, right? he doesn't call them. Groupies. I don't call them Sorry. groupies. Um, he calls wait. them supporters. Supporters. Guys. <laughs> no, okay, wait. Okay, they're here's, caregivers. Here's the difference. All right, here's the difference. Here's the difference. They try to care for the team. There are, there are those. <laughs> there are certain women who just like our energy, right? So like, we'll go to a specific city, and we know like we can call, you know, one of the homegirls who'll come out and enjoy and not expect nothing and not for us to expect anything, just to drink and vibe out. But she'll be like one of the homies. She'll alley-oop one of her homegirls like, yo, she thinks she's cute or yo, she thinks such and such is cute. So she'll be the liaison between <laughs> us and, and her homegirls. Now, there are other women who know when we are coming to the city. Like, we'll be, like, we announced like eight tour dates like last week. So you can imagine the phones start ringing, the text messages start going off. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're coming to the city. Oh, you're going to be there. Da, da, da. So we know what those calls are about. So... We usually like, all right, you know, how many tickets do you need? Or like, all right, we'll put you on the list. So the women that we usually, or some of the women that we put on the list, we kind of know where that is, that direction is going in regards to activity. Now, not every woman that we put on the list. I don't want, you know, girls that we know that, that are listening to this that we put on the list that we expect or we know that they're going to no, trust. Of course. But there are certain women. we've been on the list. Right. Yeah, there are certain women. <laughs> we, the we, we've been, we've on, been the on the list, list. Right, and we're exactly. the homies. So right. that's just there are certain women that, you know, do get on the list, you know, who are ready to entertain and interact right. after the show and after the party. So if that's what the situation is and it calls for it and we can find an opening, then that's what, that's what I do. I don't know what everybody else does, but <laughs> that's what I do. So... So speaking about what you do, right. <laughs> so we just met the other day, mm -hmm. but I don't know, you have never met you, I've never gone to Honey Palooza. Mm -hmm. I did a trap karaoke once, but I also didn't see the connection between that either. Yeah. So say we were, we started dating. Me and you? Yeah. Okay. Randomly, right? Yeah. And Real I saw what happened on like the Honey stage. Right. Cause it gets crazy sometimes. Yeah, I saw yeah, the videos. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw the videos. She was very shocked okay. actually. And we were going out, and I came up to you one day, and I was just like, "So this is what you do? Mm -hmm. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever yeah. had like a budding relationship, and that was something that was an issue?" It's actually happened before that because I was dating a young lady, um, you know, maybe like two years ago, and I kept my social media away from her. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't want her to see none of that. I didn't want her to get entangled and to, you know, start asking questions, start prying and start, you know, researching, whatever. So we were going really, really well. And then one day she asked me about my Twitter. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, here it is. You know, look at it, you know, observe it, you know, whatever you want to do. it. So the first thing she brought up to me was, why do you have forty five thousand followers? <laughs> 
And like it was a dead ass serious question. She's like, "Why do you have forty five thousand followers?" But I'm like, "Well, you know, I've been on Twitter since like 2009. Like I've had a, I have a website, so like people have been following me. You know, I get additional followers when I travel and the thing, you know, different things that I do." She's like, "Well, who are you? Like, why is this?" And me, like you know, mind you, I've told you, I told her what I did. Like I'm a host. You know, I do this in the industry. I do that. And she kind of blew it off and didn't pay it any mind until the number came up. She's like, why do you have 45,000 followers? Like, who are you? Wait, could you talk a little bit about, like, the dynamic of the stage and, like, how it varies from city to city? Because I feel like Nat and Sarah have been to more than one yeah, city with you guys. Rhode Island, New York. And, and they've seen... Yeah. There are the certain, certain cities are a little bit more active than other cities. L.A., very active. Um, Providence, not that active. Philly, very active. Um... Atlanta, very active. Miami's going to be very active. Um, so they're all active. Not all, but it's <laughs> like, <laughs> and it also depends on like how much leeway we give people. Like, right, and like, I'm, I'm sure like in certain cities, y'all have friends that yeah, want to come yeah. up on the stage, and then in others, it's random people yeah. in the crowd. It's random people who get brought on the stage by certain members of the crew. Right. I may bring somebody up, or Austin might bring some, like whatever it is. But in New York, we don't allow that. Because we know everybody in New yeah, York. So right. we bring y'all up on stage, then, you know, whatever, his crew got to come on stage, and then we get, then that starts. So it's like I feel like you got to be in the crowd to really experience the whole vibe. But see, people don't understand that because the people who've been to it, they get it. The first or two-timers, they want to be on the stage because it's so fun. We're giving off this great vibe. I want to do what they're doing. When in actuality, the fun is in the crowd. The fun is in the reggae room. The fun is upstairs. Like, the fun is, we're doing our job. Yeah, we're having fun. We're drinking, but we have to be up here. Go find yourself, you know, a drink. Go find yourself a boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, go get away. <laughs> like, get away from us and go have a good, you go, like, spend your money. around Webster yeah, like, So when your guys go or you go out into the crowd to get yeah. someone on stage, what do, why do you choose the certain people that you do to come on stage? Like, like are they super things? lit on the crowd or certain just girls, their energy? Certain girls will look at you and give you the look of I want to get on that stage. But it's not trying to get shows. Trying to perfect that look. The thing about it is, it's not it's not necessarily just you know I want to get on stage. It's I think they're sending you a message of after. Like, I want to be next to you after. They're giving you the eye. Right. They give the eye. And it happens. It's like, oh, okay. Remember like, me. I'm trying to see you later. And you like, yeah. And you have that, like, oh, okay, like, I got to make sure she's close. So what other so way to do her, is just get her on stay stage. on stage. Here, here's the bottle. Shut up. Don't say nothing. I'll be, I'll be done in an hour. I'm going to catch you. Stay right there. Stay right Stay right there. Because, like, there's been instances where it's like, I'll give a girl my number, but I'll lose her for the rest of the night because she's either too drunk or she's turning or over to friends. Or you forget a name and you right. won't be able exactly. to put a name to her right. If she's, on, if she's on. somewhere where I can get to her, it's everything. It's a win-win. <laughs> I'm so knowing what, happens, knowing what happens on the stage, <laughs> if you bring a girl on stage and you guys start talking, would you ever actually consider being serious with this girl? Um. See, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. If she conducted herself in a way that I can respect, yeah. Now, if you're just dancing and wilding out and you're trying to turn up, all right, you may not be the person for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if that's what you want to do, cool. That's just not the direction I'm going. And now, if, if there's a girl that's eyeing me from the, you know, from the from the crowd and she's having a good time and then she comes and gets next to me and she kind of cools out and calms down, she might be somebody I might be interested in talking to. And then we just chill for the rest of the night, cool. Like, you might be someone of interest. But I also don't do long-distance relationships. You don't. That's I something don't. that you're not about. I tried it. Like I tried it. Tried it again. I just 
it just doesn't work for me because I'm too spoiled. I'm too like needy and all that other shit. So I can't. <laughs> oh. I can't so she has love. to travel with you. Huh? She has to go on tour with you. No, I wouldn't. Would you? No, no, no. Okay, so that's a good question. Would you? Would you want your girl like if you find somebody and you want to be with that person? Would you want her to go on tour with you? That's like me going out with you every night. Yeah, that's like that's too mixy, right? You want to be next to your man. You want to be next to your partner. You want to support them. I get it. I totally understand it. But I also don't have time to diffuse every notion of jealousy you have when you see. Ex girl in Miami, ex girl in Atlanta. No, see, that's too much. I'm not sure you don't want to be that guy. That's too much. Get her out of here. But it's just like, I don't want to have that conversation. Like, why is she on stage with you? Or why is she looking at you like that? Or why is she drinking out your bottle? Like, not right now. I think because your job, too, you know, it's so much fun and you're traveling and it seems like a big party, but you guys work. I mean, I've seen it. I've been there. I've seen you work and I've seen it behind the scenes. We do work. We got to make sure we get, like, between me and Chris, we got to make sure. We keep the energy up. We got to make sure we make announcements. We got to make sure. Right, we and get, you can't afford those know, types of distractions. Right, we got to make sure with the DJs and, the, you know, if they're getting their proper time, you know, if something happens, we got to make sure that we keep the crowd calm. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we do that people don't understand or know. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, you know, try to articulate or explain that to people because they just see what they see. Nah, so me Look and I heard a little story. Right. Um, don't bring nobody happened. in here. No, we're not bringing nobody in here. <laughs> no, we were going to. We were it's going to, us. but we're not oh bringing in here. sweating. Do not bring nobody in here. Okay. Um, it's a Honey Palooza story. Right. So supposedly a girl came into the party pretending to be a cousin and got up on stage. She got VIP. I, I had asked somebody who's part of the Honey Palooza team, um, you know, story. what are some of the craziest stories that you guys you know, have, right. have experience or, or whatever. And, you came up. and everyone has a different perspective of what's crazy to them, right? Yeah, we yeah. all. And he said to us, you know, there was literally a girl who planned this out, like she was your cousin, acted like she was your cousin to be on that list, got there, was a part of it. You didn't know who the hell she was. I forgot what city it was in. Um, this happened to me in New York. I don't know. If it it could have been. I don't know what city it was yeah, in. But literally, someone <laughs> acted like they were your cousin. Like, planned this out. Like, went to whatever heights got she had to go stage, to. Got on stage. Was standing next to Was, you. like, legit your cousin. Wait, my cousin? Was legit acting like your cousin. Was not your oh, cousin. Oh, my cousin. Yeah, like, they asked you, like, oh, so this is your... She was not your cousin, though. But Did literally, I say she was my cousin? No. No, oh, you, okay. you, you corrected it. It was like, I don't know who that is. Like she oh, legit plans it out like she was. And she got in and got, got on stage. in, got was on there. Stage. Yeah. And Are you was, serious? Was like, that was your cousin? And, and he's like, oh, no. so you didn't know. So you got a cousin. Your whole team thinks you got a cousin. Yo, my nigga. Your whole team. Your whole team thinks you got a cousin that got on the stage. Yo, what city? Wait, wait who told you that? I don't care. Cam. Cam told you Yes, that. it was. You know, because... You know, a lot of people might think like, oh, the girls who get on the stage, that's that's the crazy part. No, I think that's part of the environment. Right, right, and right. also, girls who get on that stage, they know what it's like when they get on that stage. They know right. what to expect. They, they make that decision from yeah. jump, you well, know? Someone that so, plans something from the get, like, I'm going to come to Honey Palooza. I'm going to make sure I get my VIP mm-hmm. wristband. And I'm going to say that I'm this person's <laughs> and family. And they'll go to and these lengths to do that. I've seen them, you know, try to get on stage or climb on stage. And it's just like, it's... I'm not security, so I'm not kicking you off the stage. But right. I'll just I'll point you out. At that point, that's the only point in my life I'll be a snitch. Like she's not supposed to be on stage. I mean, anyone that who pl- right. anyone that who plans right. anything out to that extent, like if I don't know you and I am pl- 
I, I made a plan. Like, I made a decision in my head. Like, I'm going to go straight. I'm going to go. Through, I'm going to take this is, story the all the way to the work. end. There are, girls, there are girls who have that mission. And like, like I said, like, there are girls who want to be on that stage and in that environment. And they're with the shits after. Like, if that's what it is you want to do and you finagle that way on stage, right. then expect what's coming. And I'm not saying, you know, expect, like, niggas to, like, bum rush you. And no, of course. But it's like, if niggas are just looking at you to do X, Y, and Z, you can't get mad. Because yeah. you're not supposed to be on this stage. Mm -hmm. And if you figured your way to get on this stage, you better figure your way to get off the stage, too. In your experience, oh. what's your craziest story? So the story that I have is about this girl I used to deal with, but she's, like, in our, like in my little clique. So we were dealing with each other, and I'm not going to say what city it was in, but um, I don't usually get this drunk at Henny Palooza. <laughs> and I was... So a I special occasion. Right <laughs> I was very... I was, and I'm not going to say why I was this drunk because it'll give it away, but I was very, very, very. I love very... when he's drunk, by the way. You know, we, we dance <laughs> together. Because y'all just the we same. Just, yeah, we are. We were like one. I'm not going to lie to you. We I, are. I... And that's how I was down in this particular city. So <laughs> He was like, I was with Annoying. one. So dance I was, battle. I was on dance one. Dance battle ready. <laughs> so the girl, um, she made her way on stage. I got her on stage. And I'm drinking, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. After being so drunk, the you know early in the day, and we start making out, right? Like, oh, wow, we start making out. So, um, Benner and Cam, Benner's you know one of the operations managers. You know, Cam is the founder. Shout They're like, yo, yeah, shout out to Cam. Cam and Benner. They're like, yo, where's Low at? And like, no one could find me, right? So, in this particular venue, they have curtains, right? Aww. So think about like this being the stage right here, but like there's curtains all around, happen, right? Did you like fall on the no, stage? No, just, listen, listen. The there's curtains funny. all around the stage, right? So before I like me and Shorty started messing around, I had made like a, a bad announcement. I was like, uh, "All the liquor's gone," right? <laughs> you made a bad announcement. It's like what is going on in this? Just it's, like, up, yo, it's like 6 37 o'clock, and I'm like, Yeah, all the liquor's gone. Yeah, I mean, y'all niggas is gonna have to Was party. Like no. like, yo, <laughs> niggas started rushing Cam, like, Yo, what the fuck? How's all the liquor going? We just got here. Da, da, da. So his, these niggas are hot. So they, like, Yo, give us the mic. Like, you're not hosting no more. Like, you're done, right? <laughs> so I'm like, All right, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna just wild out for the rest of the night. So I, me and Shorty, right? We start making out. So we go behind the curtain. So Benner and Cam are like, Yo, Where's Low at? Where's Low at? So Benner was like, yo, was that curtain moving? <laughs> right? So like they're looking, and again, they can't find me. They can't find me. And Cam was like, nah, that shit ain't moving. So like they wait five minutes. And Benner hits Cam again. He's like, yo, that curtain is moving. <laughs> so Benner comes, and lo and behold, I'm just damn near with my pants down <laughs> behind the <laughs> behind the, the curtain behind the curtain like yeah. just trying to get it in so <laughs> trying yeah Maybe like Benner's like yo no patience no patience because I'm so fucked up Benner's like yo what are you doing like yo stop I'm like oh shit yo my fault my fault my fault a half hour later I take Shorty back to the air and be like we're out of here party wasn't over for like another two hours <laughs> Host gone. He was like, host host I'm like, I'm going. Like, one, one host he been down, so you said there was so no like, more Henny. Yeah. I'm like, in more Henny, I don't know why the fuck I'm here anyway. I'm going to get paid regardless. <laughs> so, I mean, I took Shorty back to the Airbnb. I get back to the Airbnb. I don't have the keys. Oh. 
and it's raining. Booty oh. call over. Right. <laughs> so me and Shorty are standing in this tight ass doorway with like this little roof over our head, and it's fucking pouring. That sounds romantic though. Right? No, it wasn't because I was, I was hot. No. I'm like, yo, no. what the fuck? Like, I'm just ready to get it in. So I had to call. <laughs> still on go. I'm still like, I'm still like on charged up. So I had to call one of the members. I'm like, yo. Bring the fucking key. Like, Yo, I gotta get the fuck in here. Yeah, they were not night. fucking with you at that moment. Yo, that was the only one that they were not fucking with me. So let's say you do find the right woman. What mm-hmm. kind of sacrifices are you willing to make considering the fact that it doesn't seem like tour life isn't going to slow down I'm not. I'm not soon. stopping the tour. I'm not I'm not getting off tour. I'm not stopping the tour. I'm not. I mean, she can come if she want, but at the end of the day, like, as much fun as we do have, like, this is my livelihood. Mm-hmm. I have three jobs. I have trap karaoke, I have Henny Blues, and I have Apple Music. Um, all three of which bring me a nice income. So if I cut one out, I got to double up on the next. And mm-hmm. based on how we plan out our schedules and our tours, like that can't happen. You understand what I'm saying? So like I'm in a pretty good situation where, you know, I can do these during the weekend and I can do my radio show during the week. So the sacrifices that I would make is the kind of activity I do put myself into when I'm on tour. And the things that I say on Twitter and, you know, the people that I interact with, like as far as women when I'm out of the town and when I'm in town. Right. You want to be more respectful. More respectful. (laughs) I'm not going to embarrass her. Like, those are the only sacrifices. No more getting drunk, making out behind the curtain. No, no, no. I mean, unless it's (laughs) her. Unless it's her. her, her. (laughs) But, you know, no, like, you know, I try to, you know, slow my drinking down for her. Like, if she doesn't, you know, particularly care for that lifestyle. And I've had women try to do that. For me, but being as stubborn as I am, I just pretty much just pushed it to the side. Like, You're stubborn. You know, yeah, very stubborn. Um, so yeah, those are the sacrifices I would I would make. But as far as work wise, no, none of that stopping. I know exactly what the fuck y'all are getting at. So let me explain <laughs> this so there's context for everybody listening. In my phone, I have the word Twitter, right? And if you search the word Twitter in my address book, it's about maybe three to four hundred different names of women from Twitter and people that I've met on tour from Twitter. But this is over like a year's time. Is like, that yeah, what y'all want to call it? Impressive. I mean, that's. Saying, like, that's the, <laughs> and these are women that I've talked to and you know seen like, in different cities. Like, I'm not. I guess listen, listen, listen. Anyone that says that they don't bag women on Twitter is a fucking lie. I got bagged on Twitter. Not to say it's no hey. nothing. It's nothing it's, it says nothing Twitter about the honey caliber of women. Twitter honey. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what's the end goal for you personally? You know, career-wise, settling down. The end goal in regards to career-wise, I would like to uh, do acting or like be on TV or just like in that realm. So like I this, can totally see that. Though. My mother wants me to I do it. So yeah. This summer or like this spring, I plan on taking like improv classes. So it helps with you know how I talk on stage and you know. Yeah. My delivery on radio and all that other type of shit. So I want to do that. Um, By friend- the way, I love your radio voice. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> <shut up. Aww. laughs> Look, he's blushing. He got his dimples yeah. out. <laughs> no, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that because a lot of people always say like, "Oh, you sound so different. You don't sound how you are." But the difference on radio, like, I can't talk to you guys like I talk on radio because. I'm talking to like people in France. I'm talking to people in Zimbabwe. They don't. They may not understand our lingo, or lingo, mm-hmm. or our dialect, or how I deliver shit. So you have to be very proper, very articulate, very mm-hmm. like assertive, so you know, you know what you're saying to them, and they can, you know, understand it. Um, so that kind of like ruffles me a little because it's like I don't know if I sound good or if that's like a bad thing. Yeah. So I try to like. So when you say that, that makes me blush. So I don't know if that's yeah. bad. <laughs> relationship wise, I would love to uh, find a relationship this year. 
so I can stop doing the nonsense on tour. Um, but what would be your like ideal setup? So you don't want to do a long distance thing. It's very difficult. You don't. Yeah. You don't want her to tour with right. you. Right. You don't necessarily want a chick that's going to be latched onto. Well, honestly. I mean, if she's tall with me, then that means she don't really have fucking shit to do. You right. want somebody who's secure. You need somebody who's secure, to be honest. Right. Somebody who's secure enough. Yeah, what's the ideal woman? Um, Me and my mother have this conversation all the time. And she Shout always mom. says... Mama low. Mama low. She'll be like, you don't know what the fuck you want. Like, That's we have this about. conversation all the time. And I ask you, what are you looking for? And you have this fucking stupid look on your face like you saw Gumby. Like, you never know what you want. <laughs> and, like, and I'm not going like to lie. Like, she, she's right. Like, because, like, one day I'll be looking for a girl who understands my lifestyle. Or has experienced my lifestyle, then I'll look for another girl who's completely pushed away from my lifestyle. So like, I'm, it just depends on how I'm feeling. But like, going towards you know this new year, I just want someone who respects my lifestyle. You don't necessarily have to understand it. You don't necessarily have to like know the logistics behind every little nook and cranny. But just understand this makes me happy. It makes me money, and it's gonna further my happiness in regards to my career. If you can, you know, understand that, then, you know, I'll compromise a lot of stuff for you. Right. Y'all can make it work. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Why do they call you low-key? When I was in college, I used to work at uh, at Bad Boy. Uh, I was an intern at Bad Boy. I was a junior executive assistant for Puff. And there's other kid who went to Howard with me. He worked in the A&R department. And he stole Mace's first comeback album from me and gave it to me. And then... I would share it with other DJs in the city. That's how I got my relationships with like an Envy or Clue or Big Mike and all those guys. So I started the website like shortly after and I didn't want people to know it was me leaking music or writing things about the music. So I called myself low key. And then as the years progressed, I just took off the key and people just called me low. Yeah, now you're not that low though. <laughs> yeah, you, you ain't just that said low everything. Now. Yeah. now you out here. But that's how the low key came about. Well, we just want to thank you for being our first guest. We're super, super excited that you came on. I feel we like prepped I a lot of shit so being hard. the first guest. Because, like, a lot of the stories we told, people are really like, yo, listen to our first show. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's also like, unexpected. I think that people were expecting said us. That? <laughs> I, I think people were expecting us to have other people on as our first guest, and we kind of wanted to keep it. We kind of wanted to keep it low key, to be honest. So it kind of goes, kind of goes hand in hand. We just, no, we, we just, we wanted to bring somebody. He's like, you failed at that mission, right? I mean, to be honest, like you're a person of substance and you're doing a lot of things, and we kind of wanted to hear from somebody who was like that. And being that we only have male guests, it kind of was like the perfect fit. And we didn't know a lot about you. And not uh, only that, but I mean, you're you're a host. We can learn a lot from you. So I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still learning. So don't take everything I say as like you know whatever as law but i'm teaching myself a lot of stuff i'm learning a lot of stuff at radio i'm learning a lot of stuff that when i go on the road by myself because i don't have a mentor or teacher but you also taught us stuff so just know yeah. that and we're here now and i hope we impressed you a little bit as no, well you guys the printouts the questions <laughs> the like you guys were very you know very constructive <laughs> this idiot over here <laughs> the hypothetical situation over here <laughs> We had you, were giving, you were giving Kat high minutes. blood pressure. Son, talking about some of that She stuff. was giving me high blood pressure. She was pressure. like, but what if this girl shows no, up? Yeah, and I noticed like the like the tone. Like, is there something that you're dealing with on tour or that does a party or whatever? Because She's the only oh, one no, in I'm a relationship. Crazy. Oh, you're just crazy. She's the only, one, I'm in the only one in a relationship. So you are in a relationship? Yeah. With someone who does what he I does, do? He does he like parties. He hosts a party and oh, stuff. But okay. it's, I had to learn that whole thing of Trust I me. can't ask all the questions of what happens or why you're. So she hired herself. But I'm not. I'm also not saying that you know, <laughs> this guy does. 
I'm not saying this guy does those 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 things or whatever. But oh just, no, I'm not. Like you just have to you have to trust what mm. happens. In the beginning, I was just like, "Why are you flirting? Why are you texting? Why are you doing?" And then he was like, "I have to," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So now it's just to get what he needs to get from certain people. Sometimes you do have to be a little flirtatious. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you do have to send that, a message. But, like, see that, but that, it's that's, not just limited to, to, to entertainment. Like, you do that. Like, I worked in a hotel business. Like, there was a lot of fuckery, fuck shit going on behind the scenes where you had to do certain things or, you know, say certain things to people. Like, pharmacy and business and, you know, education. Disgusting shit goes wrong. <laughs> Uh, but just like every field of of, of work, it goes. Yeah, it, that's it goes just down. life. Sometimes Dealing you have people. to. Entertainment you have to do what is you have just to like do. yeah. Entertainment is just on the forefront because it's entertainment. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder for us to explain why it goes on, but it goes on in every field. But so. it, I definitely learned that. Yeah. It took a little bit. Okay. But now it's just like I kind of felt like it. This one's in the She's special. Right yeah. <laughs> something's, something's up about that one. That's the crazy one out of the group. That's no, so cool, crazy. Though. We just want to end off. We hope that your next two tours. Are Go smoothly. With an amazing, uh, we might meet you in St. Thomas. That's fine. That's First it was L. A. Now St. Thomas. Yeah, I might have a she, She's going outfit. everywhere. Yeah. Clearly, she oh, she it's just a goal of mine to get one made. So uh, I think ribs and apples is gonna go to St. Thomas. <laughs> it's like apples on the on yeah, the tits. Yeah. And I'll put y'all on the list. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna write ribs and apples. I'm not gonna be allowed to go. Ribs and apples plus five. Like, yeah, yeah. No names. No names. But yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate y'all for letting Yay. me tell my story on this platform. Play, play and the I song. I wish you guys nothing <laughs> Play my song. And thank you for the Hennessy because now the rest of the day is going to be late. Oh.